Welcome back to CIVL 101.7 FM. My name is DJ Darko. African child, baby. Still in here. Uh, you know what time it is. It's about to be 7 o'clock. So that means we're getting ready and geared up for another episode of Philosophical Fridays. This is going to be episode 9 of Philosophical Fridays. And um, our guests on today's episode, of course, we have African child. Yeah! Yeah, yeah man. Let them know you're here, bro. We're here. Let them know you're here, bro. We're here. All right. And as well, we have Pavin. That's right. What's up? And Chris. What's up, everybody? Boom. All right. If you guys don't mind just letting uh, the listeners know about uh, what is your podcast that you guys do as well. Uh, you break it down for us? Yeah. So pretty much just about a month and a half ago, I came to Chris. I was like, yo, I just want to start talking about you know these issues because originally Joe Rogan inspired me to do this sort of stuff. Yeah. And just doing it now, we, we do one a week, six episodes in there, and... I just enjoy having a talk for about 30, 40 minutes on anything that could, you know, educate somebody who might not be aware of what's going on around them. And essentially, like, if I feel like if we could educate people, you know, grab their interest, maybe we can, you know, get the beginning steps to inspire them to do better for themselves and the environment around them and then sort of, you know, social concerns and stuff like that. Yeah, we're just trying to find, like, some thought-provoking ideas, challenge people's beliefs a little bit get different perspectives on ideas and topics that are hot right now and just really trying to explore your mind a little bit and like how people are thinking it's a life. get into the deep and dark places that people don't really think about or they're too scared to talk and think about and we're just trying to get there so it's Pav's Table Talk on Spotify and Apple Music that's where you can find us and listen to some of our stuff yeah. do you mind just speaking into that mic Chris hello hello oh no Chris do you mind passing that mic to Chris yo how's it going okay I might have to check your mic in a second um but yo um to answer or if you don't mind just answering this question while i fix chris's mic but uh why do you think it's important um to dwell into those topics so about, i like you know about I, like uh, questioning people's beliefs or questioning like right everything that we so take, like, you know the whole belief thing like i sort of i want to avoid things like religion because no matter what you say you're gonna you're gonna hurt people it's just how they're brought up and I learned, you know, when somebody's brought up one way and you tell them one thing versus another, you know, you're going to upset them. Um, so really the point of it was to those that are willing to look, you know, not just their point of view, but others' point of views and aspire to do better for themselves, learn more, you know. Yeah. It's always good to have new perspectives, though, right? No, you got to sure. try and get people to challenge just look, instead of looking one way and just look other ways and see where someone else comes from, like. You know, me and Pravi, you're going to have two different ways of being something. We were just talking about that earlier. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And then, you know, you have your stubborn people where no matter what you say, it's just a brick wall. And, yeah. you know, I take my losses with those people all the time. Yeah. Big facts. No, that's what I'm saying. And that's good. And, you know, it's important to, to do that. Um, I don't think that... Can you check that mic again for me? Yeah, is it working now? No. Okay. You guys cool just sharing that mic? Yeah, if you want to just put it in the middle, in between you two. We'll get that fixed. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So what, what what would you say would be your goal? Like what's what do you see like the goal for this podcast? Like Yeah, so pretty much the goal for me is like, you know, do it now in a few months, you know, grab a couple hundred more viewers and stuff and just reach out to people and just let them be aware of you know, the concerns that may exist, you know, what they can do better, what they're doing wrong. And so, you know, even like I encourage people to, you know, to, talk about something like you know we did one on fitness for example on how to train properly mm -hmm. and you know just go to your friends and say hey you know what you guys are actually doing this wrong and sort of send a message to you know other people 
-hmm. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people want to learn different things and have different ways of going about learning about the news and sort of things, but they don't really have the means of getting there. Like right. No one goes out and reads newspaper anymore, right? No. That used to be the old school way of doing things. Now podcast is the up and coming way. You know, YouTube videos used to be the thing, but nowadays everyone's kind of transitioning to having something they can listen on the ride home or True. going to work and everything. True yeah. say. All right. And what's the name of the podcast? It's Pav's Table Talk, and it's on Spotify and, and Apple Podcast. Boom. All right. So with that being said, we will now start. Uh, part nine, uh, Philosophical Fridays here on Cheryl's Radio. I like your voice, Pav. Thank you, man. I like appreciate it. <laughs> Pav's got a good voice, man. Okay, okay. I gotta be. I gotta be honest. I gotta tell a story first, though. We'll oh, probably no, for here. sure, bro. Go ahead. All right, All right. So, not people don't know, but I actually met Pravi when he was in grade six. So, a little eleven-year-old guy. Right. I don't even think he cracked five feet tall back, at this point. Hey, first of all, why do we have to bring up my height? What? Are you attacking yeah, him? We gotta give context to this. And okay, I was back when I used to barely speak English. Is what he meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were a French-speaking guy just in our middle school over here. Yeah. Yeah. So I was grade eight, so like thirteen-year-old. You know, kind of ruled the playground a little bit. But probably was up and coming, this loudmouth class clown. <laughs> you know, some people might even call him a comedian or a funny guy. I'm not too sure about that. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, so this is a couple months after like seeing him around the school. Yeah. So I walk into the bathroom one day, you know, I got to go, go to the loo. And we have one of those urinals that were the whole length of the wall <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> So so I go to the urinal. So I t so I'm alpha male, right? So I go to the urinal and I sit in the middle of the urinal and I start peeing. Pravi comes out of nowhere, whispers into my ear. He's like, "Hey man, this is my urinal." And I was like, "Bro, I'm peeing right here. What are you doing?" He's like, "This is my urinal." As he proceeds to unzip his pants. Now you gotta keep in mind, Pravi doesn't crack five feet tall, so he can pee between my legs, no problem. So I'm standing there. Doing about my business and probably starts peeing through my legs. I look down, I see two streams. Two streams between my legs. Now, Blue Notes was a big deal back then. I just got a fresh player of Blue Notes jeans and I was pumped. I was yeah. excited. Next thing you know, two streams, I freak out, jump out the way, boom, peed all over my leg. So, what I just heard is you fucked up because you moved out the Yo. way. Yo. What you said. Because if you would have stayed still, we would have both taken a piss. We would have both been content and everybody could have gone back to class. Yeah. No Look, looking back now, I missed on a good intimate moment. I'm not hey, going to lie. You know what's crazy though? You know wow. the part that he's missing out on that story? Wow. I gave him money for reimbursements for the pants after. Ah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he went home, looked between the couch cushions, Change. signed a couple of dollars, yeah, dude. So much I'm like, here you go. <laughs> you <laughs> left that part out, man. He's a good that's guy. That's true, that's true. Guy. Yo, I didn't yeah, get to that good. part. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> I actually forgot about that story. That's funny. That's, yeah, that's I my man, Pravi. I keep telling him, don't go for the middle. Comedian, day one. Don't go for the middle one, bro. That's Pravi. middle of the urinal. That's mine. That's Pravi. Yeah, that's his. Alpha middle. Damn. That's hilarious. <laughs> Yo, that's a good story, man. Yeah, that's a funny That's a good one. story. Yo, I tell it to everybody whenever they're like, oh, Providence? Like, <laughs> pissed on me. I was like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, pissed on me. Yeah. <laughs> R. Kelly, do it. Kelly. I told you, I told you. In my 30 years, it's coming from my career. Yeah, He's telling everybody that, that motherfucker pissed on me, man. <laughs> should have got it on film, man. He should have got it on film. You could have ruined his whole career. You could have ruined his whole career. I would have waited. waited that's what I'm saying, dude. Ah, uh, a million followers, not yet. Not yet, not yet. Wait a bit longer. Oh, dude, ready? Oh, yo. I be pissing off niggas out here, man. <laughs> Tell them, don't fuck with me, man. Lil' Peanut on the mix, baby. Lil' oh, Peanut, dude. Here. Lil' Peanut for real, dude. <laughs> All right, with that being said, that being said, we're going to gather ourselves here for, we're going to gather ourselves here for a moment. So, the, so Philosophical Fridays has a very simple premise. I will ask a question, and uh, your mind is going to start thinking of answers for the questions, and we just want to hear uh, the first things that come to your mind, and then we'll have a discussion after that. 
Again, there is no right or wrong answer. I want to reiterate that on every episode. This is a free and open space to just discuss. You can be wrong, but it's your opinion. (laughs) No, it's true. It's true. It's true. This, you know. But I like being safe here, so let's just say there is no right or wrong answer. Mm. Yeah, Pravi's making judgments over here. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna let you wrong. Okay. The first question. The first question is: What does it mean to live a good life? And pause. If we need dictionary definitions, because sometimes our definitions get, uh, you know, from our own mind, our side of, uh, you know, like preconceived yeah. definitions. Yeah, yeah. So if we want dictionary definitions, and just say. Just say so, and then we'll go. So the question is, what does it mean to live a good life? Ooh, this is going to be a good one to talk about. Dang, all right. The floor's open. Me, want me to take it up first? You take it first. Okay. Go you guys go first. I think the, the biggest thing f- is going to realize that a good life to one person isn't going to transcend to somebody else. Yeah. Right? So Pavin here, his idea of a good life is going to be different than my idea of a good life. So you can't really actually put a dictionary definition on that. Maybe Pav's idea of a good life is running a successful podcast, reaching out to thousands of people, trying to promote uh, issues and whatnot, whereas my idea of a good life is just helping people on a more subtle scale because mm-hmm. I always had a passion in healthcare. So to me, it's going to be helping people sort of more behind the scenes and just doing my like a daily kind of thing. But you really got to look at what you kind of define as good. Some people... That's why I asked if you want the dictionary definition of the word good. Right, exactly. Because good then could be like a good life to a lot of people as, you know, I got the money, I got the car. Exactly, exactly. Right? I got the hot wife, I got all this stuff. (laughs) I'm successful, right? Yeah. But then good to other people is just going to be emotionally good. Like, how well do you feel on a daily basis and reaching out to other people and trying to get others involved in the community when you, when you say good like is there a possibility to hit great or is good like the the, the question here just says good i understand what you're saying yeah, yeah. Right. i mean like can i hit great of course if i wanted to of course see probably okay. just needs to know what the top of the <laughs> scale is he's <laughs> like i'm not, I'm not. I'm always going for the top. yeah he's gonna he's gonna clarify yo if good's the bottom i don't want to be good yeah that's true know, yeah that's see and that's that's and that's probably his outlook right he wants to be not wants just to be, be good, good. He, he wants to be great exactly he wants a great life. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so what's the definition exactly? Of good? Of good. You want the dictionary? Yeah, well, I Perfect. want it. Perfect. Let's look up on the Googles here. Just to make sure I don't go on a tangent on the wrong thing here. <laughs> hey, hey, man, don't remember. There's no right or wrongs on this. I've been, I've been there is no right or wrong, but I mean, this. so good is to be desired or approved of, having the qualities required for a particular role. That's the second definition, but huh. the first definition is to be desired or approved of. To be approved Ooh. of. Yeah. Should have a life to be so you could approve essentially. So I don't know. To me, when I hear that, um, I'm thinking a life where I could look at it and just be happy about it and say, yeah. "Hey, you know what? I set out to do this. So I set out to conquer these goals. I've conquered them." Yeah. And, you know, and everybody, like Chris was saying, everybody's got their own. You know, on a personal level, everyone's goals are a little bit different. But I mean, essentially, I think living a good life is you've. You know, you might have not done all your goals, but you've yeah. got most of them done, and you're satisfied. And I think if you're satisfied with what you've done at the end day, you've lived a good life. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of what's interesting though is you could have someone's good life be someone's bad life though. Exactly. So you can have the person exactly. out there 
with the nice car and the house and everything but maybe they were cutthroat in their business you know they'd let people go they were always stingy with their money and everything and they made those tough cho- uh, choices that sacrifice someone else's life but to them they're successful they're living a good life yeah. exactly and then other people are gonna look at them like man that person ripped people off they put people down to get up to there they, they don't live the good life right they're out there they're just hustling people exactly. so it's really different how it's all going to change for others yeah what do you think? Good I mean, life? shoot, for me, I feel like, honestly, when I think about a good life, I, I'd like to think that is what is where I want to reach by the time that I'm dead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, when people say, oh, he had a good life, I'm talking like he had a great, wonderful, this, that, and third. Like, if I have people remembering my name for, like, having an impact on somebody's life in, like, a positive manner, I feel like at that point, I lived a chilling life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Life, at that yeah. point, because the only way that you're going out of your way to legitimately, like, you know, affect other people Especially if you start affecting more than just one person, this night third about different topics. Not even even if like I'm talking like you literally were that person that was just a, a shoulder to cry on for somebody, mm-hmm. and you said the right things in that one moment when your friend's mm-hmm. mom died, blah blah blah, and you yeah. helped them so much, you changed it with blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, bro, I legitimately like if you have people that walk around knowing that, like at the core of your being, you were a good person. I feel like yo. Yeah, you, yeah, you live the chill life. Of course, exactly. don't you know? Don't be that person who acts all proper and then behind back you're out here. You know yeah, I mean? like then you're just living a fake life. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. That way, you're living yeah. a fake, uh, fake life. But honestly, like as long as I could personally like live with my decisions mm-hmm. and know that like, even if when I did mess up, people legitimately understood that. Hey, especially people that matter to me, yeah. understood yeah. that. Hey, this dude at his core is legitimately a good person, and he did these things because he had a vision for quote unquote the world, or he mm-hmm. had a vision for whatever situation he was in to try to better. Not just himself, but everybody else in that situation. Bro, I lived a chill life. Right. Yeah, yeah I was going to say one thing. So would you say there's no time stamp on it? Say you lived a good, of course not. You know, good 15 Hell years? Hell no, bro. Yeah. Are you okay. kidding me? Yo, this, that's, it's the same thing as saying, oh, can you reach your peak in high school and then not have anything after it? Yeah. Yes, my nigga. There's, <laughs> yeah, are you kidding me? Like, yo, like, you know, like for me, for example, listen, brother, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I, I've been doing things. I'm 22 years old, but I... <laughs> I've the, been doing things. Yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, no, I mean, that speaks for itself. Okay? Yeah. If, you, if you know, you know. Yeah, okay? Yeah. I've been doing things. I'm 22 years old, but at the same time, like, what I could think right now is chilling or is bad in 30 years I could literally be, be like damn yo, that was nothing compared to this right. as in like in 30 years it might either be worse yeah. or it might honestly I just might be at a completely different level of happiness that I've never reached before in my life Yeah, like you know what I mean you only know what you know you know what I mean like you only know what you know at this moment yeah, and that's a really good point True. that you said at the end of your life kind of defines where you're at because yeah. you could have some people like you know they gone to jail gone to prison committed terrible crimes come out and they changed their whole life yes, yo, right you can't be just defined on that one moment yeah. or like just five all that years. could unfold in literally like 60 years Exactly. Literally, they send to jail for forty nine years, and then you come out, and then all of a sudden, for the next like eleven years, whatever crap, maybe you're a good person, and now it's like blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can't really define that. I feel like too too early, but at the same time, you might also die at twenty three. But then at that point, that's I think that's when that whole saying of live every day like it's your last. You make the impact now that yeah. you blah blah blah. Like literally, if you if you move like that every day, even if you die at twenty three, yeah. you chilling. can't say oh I had plans to be a good person at seventy three. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like yo, because maybe you got that one good day in the last day, literally, right? Man. Yeah. Honestly, like if you can make an impact on somebody, I feel like especially if you're like a like me, I take pride in being the younger dude around right, the crew right, right, because right. it's like yo, even as a younger dude, if I can have a positive impact on somebody else, yeah, when they're way older, like first of all, people's the way that everybody's built is like you're supposed to respect your elders, which is understandable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But some people's like egos is kind of like yo, it's like having the new kid on the block come to your court. You're like the older head, but he's better than you, way yeah. better than you. Half the time, you're not just gonna be like, yes, you're better than me. You take the crown. Yeah, no, you're gonna be mad about it. That's why it's like when people like. If you have an impact on somebody's life, that means they allowed you to be to have that impact on their life. When exactly. older people, to me, 
it allowed me to have impact on their life, I feel like I'm low-key on a decent path. Yeah. Because it's like, yo, like I'm 22 years old, but like I'm trying to make things happen now. Like, yeah, somebody, exactly. I told somebody, yo, when I make it, I'll do this, that, and the third. Ferg, Eddie Ferg, he runs Area Academy. Shout out, my dude. And he was like, why not now? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, why, like, why are you talking about when you make it, you're going to do all these things? But like, why don't you start it now? Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a good point. That's, <laughs> that's, like, no, that's a good fucking point. It yeah. is a good point, especially with the whole age thing, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to wait until you're respected elder you to be living that good life. You don't. And like you, yeah, honestly, like being younger right now, we're at such a disadvantage for being looked down for people that are older. I find mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. they don't respect right now, like the whole millennial thing, right? This whole generation gap, and then we're all changing. And we're all way more. I feel like we're pretty far ahead in being Man, good and you with know, our society. You know, what's crazy about that whole situation too. It's like yo, a lot of if, if you talk about oh, millennials just down third. I hope you understand the opportunities that we have created for ourselves. Like even right now, the fact that I'm on IG Live, and if I got zero people watching, it don't really matter at the end of the day. At some point in, in time, in about in a few years, these things are going to be piling up, piling up, piling up. You could literally make a career out of just your phone. Like, mm-hmm. literally, your cell phone. So, you could Bro, talk 2019 about... 2019 is a different year. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could talk about, oh, you look down, millennials are standing third. Yo, your age legitimately doesn't matter. I'm not saying that, like, we have smarter, younger people now. Yeah. I'm just saying the opportunities that, like, even, not even just ourselves, the older generation has, like, what they've done in able to p- pave the way for us to even be able to make some adjustments now for and sure, get some opportunities sure. now. Yeah. Like, bro, you can't knock on that. You can literally make it at a young age. There's that, there's one funny. chick, I forget what her name is. She's like 16 or 17 and she's like a pop artist and like she just blew up. Yeah. Billy, uh, Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish, yeah. Oh, this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Somebody yeah, was yeah. telling me this at my work like a couple days ago and they were telling me about her. I looked her up and she's like 16 and the music yeah. she's making first. Of all, who raised you? One, guys, it's dark. <laughs> some, some of this shit's dark, but still, I was like, she's sixteen. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah but, and it's funny you say that because in a, um, in an interview she did, she was talking about how at her age, even though she's she's sixteen, she still feels mature because she's experienced some things that probably some people in their twenties or thirties haven't experienced. Yeah, yeah. Know, yeah, and honestly, to me too, like age to me has never mattered. It's always been about what have you experienced because that'll tell me how old you are. Hundred percent. That'll yeah. tell me how old you are. Like what you you know like what you've been through. Exactly. And to that point, it's a perfect because um, the next question that I wanted to ask is, is suffering a necessary part of the human condition? And what would people who never suffered be like? White privilege. You ask the only white guy you can feel That's all I heard, brother. You, you can go ahead. <laughs> You're good. Well, no, but like, let's look at it in the general sense. Let's look at it in the, in the general <laughs> sense, not in the racial sense. Let's look at it in the general sense. Like, uh, So <laughs> yeah. the first question is, is suffering a necessary part of the human condition? I, I think absolutely it is. Because without suffering, you don't really have success. Right? If you look at... Just, just pick an athlete for example yeah. right you don't just get to go to win the NBA championship Facts. right there's you're on the school ground you pick up the basketball the first time you're shooting hoops you're bricking everything you go through the whole process you suffer you work hard maybe you get cut once or twice from your yeah. high school team right maybe you miss a scholarship but you grind you get to the college level like there's no such thing as success without having suffering behind it because suffering just goes through to show how much work and effort you've actually went to put in mm-hmm. right you don't just get to anywhere by randomly walking in unless you have obviously a privileged family and whatnot but most people don't just get to where they are Mm -hmm. by just showing up one day right like you guys have to grind every day to make you know make make your days work right and you guys suffer through that some days it's not as fun as it's always going to be just how bad do you want it really what comes down to you yeah exactly right like we suffer through school here right and my whole thing is just doing my education i suffered wasting hours and hours of my life just in front of books and computers (laughs) right so it's i think suffering is absolutely necessary to 
yeah to the human and human condition yeah right. what are your thoughts and, and i mean i thought what you said like you started to use suffering in exchange of the word failure um i mean and that's pretty much part of life is failure but like in terms of suffering it's at varying levels you know some people yeah. suffer more than others yeah mm-hmm. um some people are more hungry than others maybe it's due to the fact that they've suffered more and i feel like that exists because i've seen people they've grown up you know poor they've really been through it all you mm-hmm. know one parent those are the people that I look up to the most because they seem to be more the most hungry to have yeah, what they never had. Exactly, you know? exactly. But, uh, yeah, that's my that's my point on that. Yeah, you have to you have to man, especially when you start suffering, quote unquote. Like when we're talking about failure and such. Like once you start actually feeling that pain, it's kind of like at that point you kind of have to like figure it out. It's like how bad do you want it. That's why I said that. It's like yo. Because there's certain situations, like, you might break your leg. Some people will hurt themselves playing football, for example, and they'll be like, right away, it's like, this shit ain't worth it. And I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, I just literally broke my, my knee or whatever the fuck the case may be. I don't want to go league with this shit, you know what I mean? It's not worth it, so they stop. Sure. But it's like, yo, if you legitimately, if you stop, you can't ever tell anybody that you legitimately could have been this person. This no, you never wanted it. You never had that thing. You know what I mean? You never really wanted it that bad. Like, for me, for example, if I fail at a show, if I do this, that, and third, and I feel shitty one night, because blah, 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 blah. If I stop, I can never really say I wanted it. Like, yeah. I legitimately, True. I can't. True. Because the only way you could legitimately say you wanted it is if you actually follow through. Exactly. Which I'm not saying is you become the biggest, baddest motherfucker out there. I'm just saying you follow through and actually, like, have something that you could actually show for instead of just like, oh, I grinded for 30. I don't believe that you can grind for 30 years and get nothing from it. I personally yeah. don't. Fact. I don't think you could work. Fact. I don't think you could work out every single day for 30 days and not see results. Just mm-hmm. the same way I don't think you could work hard for 30 years and not see results. That's why I'm like, yo, 30 years, even if you fail a bunch of times, you'll have something to show for it. Yeah. Big facts. Yeah, for sure. And like, I was actually listening to an Aubrey Marcus podcast, and one of the things he was saying was uh, human nature is to have hope. But without hope, like, hope comes from suffering and failures, yeah, yeah. right? Because yeah. if, you, if you didn't have those, you wouldn't hope to achieve anything, mm-hmm. right? True. If you just always had everything. But humans always hope to do better. We always hope to improve, and we have hope that kind of pushes us through the day to get to where we want to be. But that all comes from suffering and going through those hard things right one thing i'll say to that because when i read this it shattered my idea of hope in a good way though yeah is it it was written on a wall and it said hope is not a plan no that's true wow hope hope is just the idea hope is just the idea of what you want but you can't hope for it to happen and then it's going to happen because hope is because hope is not a plan so exactly back to your point about working like you have to work for it and also to what you said providence like um there's ways to work hard but then never achieve things but there's ways to work smarter and achieve things Mm -hmm. because that guy you're saying in 2019 we don't have to work that hard you can build a following on instagram and you don't really have to work that hard if you know how to use like uh like apps that that program your posts apps that like you don't have to do anything but i feel like even that's working hard on its own though no i'm saying it is it is but there's there's some saying there's some people that might work hard but they're not working hard in the right direction like you might be working hard but you but you might be working hard going backwards yeah, like I could be out you know there what I mean? in a sense, doing in a sense. all the likes myself. That's what I'm right? saying. And then maybe yeah. you're out there using the apps, you're smart about it. That's what I'm saying. I'm out there like searching the hashtag, clicking all the like button. I'm saying because YouTube the time that it's taking uh, one person to manually go in and do all those, the likes, the hashtags, the comments, all that stuff, if you it, um, if you automate that, you're just giving yourself now like an hour and a half or two hours of more time to go do something else now. Exactly. Because yeah. you didn't have to spend those two hours on Instagram, you're able to go do something else, right? So yeah. it's also about using your time um, effectively for yeah. that. 
uh, to to you know to better to better yourself, I guess. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Um, Love to look for this quote. The hardest quote I've seen in my life. Sai, Sai dropped it on his uh, on his album recently. Yeah, good. Sai High. Yeah. Shout and out I'm, Sai. I'm, I'll find this and I'll let you know. But it's yeah. it's, it's definitely it correlates hard. Yeah. Word. Okay. Yeah, I like that. The hope is not a plan. Yeah. Because a lot of a lot of people, I'm I'm not gonna get too oh, deep yeah. in anything, but one of the things is with religion is like you know you pray and you hope that's one day things will happen and it's like God's plan kind of thing yeah things sort out but sure obviously for those who believe and whatnot that plays a big part in their lives exactly plays a big part into their beliefs I'm not gonna knock on that but at the end of the day too it's part of it is you have to put in the equal amount of work too 100% to that to that point then I'll ask this do you believe in fate or free will yeah, that's a that's a big one. I'm Can you explain that question a little bit? Fate or free will? Like fate is actually to Chris's point. Like fate is everything is fated. Everything is destined. I woke up and I knew that I was gonna be here oh, today. Shoot. I woke up and I knew that I was gonna you know what I mean? Like everything to the point where like in your mind you're set in stone that everything happens for a reason. Or it's free will where I make everything happen. I think it's hard it's hard to definitively yeah. say, but I'm definitely on the side of free will. Yeah. Because you come to points in your life when you have choices, right? And a choice is 100% free will. Yeah. Yeah, whether you do one thing or not, in the moment, you you don't really know. You just, you only know after you made the choice like exactly. what's going to happen. Exactly. Right, but how you know that's not your fate there? Yeah, right? And that's the thing. That's what yeah, I'm saying. It's yeah, not yeah, definitive, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, was it my fate all along to, like, bring up this point about it? Like, I have no exactly, idea. Exactly, exactly. Right? Yeah, no, you, you can't really you. prove it, but it, to me, it was my free will that made me decide to start talking about whatever I wanted to do and go my own direction, my own path, but right. I can't say. No, but go ahead, like go ahead. on top of what you're talking about, I think I'd be more comfortable knowing his free will and not fate because yeah. I feel like fate leads on to other things saying that there might be, you know, religion involved and stuff and that that was your path. So I'd like to just stand here and say, I make my own decisions. I make my own path. So are you more worried that someone's leading your life for you? If yeah, I, I, I would say so. Yeah. I would okay, say so. here's the... Here's a point to piggyback off what you said there, Pavin. Do you guys watch Vsauce? No, what's Vsauce? You know Michael from Vsauce? No? No, no, no. You guys are science kids and you don't them, like Vsauce? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no idea. You want to go spend the next, like, four days watching Vsauce on YouTube now. Oh, okay. But there's this guy named Vsauce, right? Yeah. Um, uh, sorry. His channel's name is Vsauce. He goes by Michael. Yeah. And he has a show on, um, on YouTube called Mindfield. Yeah. And he had this one episode about uh, free will. Right. Right? So... In the study he did, our subconscious mind makes our decisions for us before our conscious mind does. So exactly to your point how you said that, are you, is Pavin scared that someone else is living his own life? Technically, someone is living our life before we do. Oh, right? So our yeah. conscious, my subconscious mind tells me oh. that I'm going to pick up my hair pick before I do. But I tell myself I picked up my hair pick. Yeah. But my subconscious mind already knew what I was going to do before I do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, see what I'm, you see what I'm trying yeah. to get at? So it's like, and it's, well, does that sort of tie into the fact that you know sometimes you, you know, you leave your house and you do, you think to yourself, "Did I lock my door?" And it was for me, hundred percent of the time, yeah. I did. Maybe because I was subconsciously just thinking about yeah. it, you know. That's yeah. insane too, because a lot of things, and even sometimes when we're driving, like sometimes you can be um, uh, on autopilot when you drive, Thanks. because you can, you know what I mean? Yeah, because honestly, subconscious, not, that's now so your subconscious driving. Wow, maybe this was fate. I literally listened to a podcast <laughs> yesterday on your executive functioning in the brain. Yeah. And the lady, the, the scientist, is literally talking about when you're driving, like, oh, on the way home, I'm going to make sure I go to the store. But you start driving, and then you get home, like, oh, fuck, I forgot, I forgot to go to the, to the store, store right? Yeah, and that's because your subconscious mind was taking over and not leading your frontal cortex to make the decisions. Exactly. Because you're on autopilot. You were driving home. You are like, yeah, hey, I'm going home. 
you know, you know, like you know, every way to stop, stop at the red light. Yeah, dude, dude yeah. You, just, you drive. And you yeah, can, you just you know drive. I mean? You're not thinking. You're just thinking about whatever, right? So it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, the brain just makes. Yeah, all saying, and, and even to that point, like that's why I can never say, uh, like definitively, if everything that happens to me is fate or if it's free will or if yeah. I'm making the choice to make it happen. But like at the end of the day, exactly how you said, like we still have to make the choice. Yeah. Either it's a yes or it's a no. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. Facts. Yeah. It could also be kind of like instincts too, right? Because you're going through all these experiences and the more you live, you kind of start developing your own little sixth sense. And I feel like that gets ingrained into your unconscious mind and you kind of develop your own instincts. So when you get faced with those more difficult uh, choices and you make them before you even register that, that's just your own self-instincts kicking in because, you know, at the end of the day, you have this experience that created a path that will lead you into what you consider safety or better end at that moment. Right. I feel like everybody, especially wherever you're born, wherever you, situation you're raised in, you kind of have like it's the same thing as like quote unquote stereotypes of like or you know what I mean things you expect from certain people. Like if somebody's born in the suburbs, you expect certain things from their life, and then this, that, and third. I think every situation you're born in, we all have the same not the same amount of chance, but we all realistically have the same chance to fail or to to, to succeed in those situations. So it's like a, but then it's like this this crap that you go to. At some point, some people, like that 16-year-old chick, it's like at mm. some point, she was faced with decisions at her age that somebody else probably might never make or they might have to make way later in their life. Yeah. Yeah. And then at that point, basically, she's at this point having to make decisions at that young age that would that's going to like shape the, a little bit of the rest of her life mm-hmm. when somebody didn't have to make that decision until like 16 years down the road. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. And then when stuff like that starts happening, then I feel like, that's why I'm like, yeah, I feel like you, you, you mold your own, you know, like your own future at that point. Like True. you really just mold your own life. But at the same time, I was wondering, I'm like, did like was it already like solidified that I was gonna make the the right decisions or the yeah. wrong decisions blah blah blah? But yeah. at the same time, I also think. <laughs> so trust me, I think about this. Yeah, all, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I always think like this as well. I'm like I feel like even there's some people like we we're talking about that will go to jail for this mm-hmm. that and third, come out and still end up way on top. You know what I mean? Like me, for example, if I went to jail and I came back out and I legitimately wanted to do comedy as bad as I, I say I want to do it, I would still chase comedy. And if I ended up at the top, it's kind of like, yo, regardless of what the fuck was supposed to happen in this gap of my mm-hmm. life, the end goal was still the same for me. Still, yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I always say to people, I'm like, yo, like, uh, listen, bro, I, even if I go through a lot of shit, bro, the end goal does not change for me. Like, yeah. but it's just in some moments, I don't want to do this shit. You know what I'm just saying? Yeah. But like, even if I take like, this, I took like a year at some point off of comedy I did this down in 30 I think like two years even the end goal was not changed for me yeah. it just meant that at those times it just I took a I took a halt but like the end goal is not going to change I think we all have the choice of being able to make that end goal happen in three months yeah. or 13 years 20 years not like not all of us of course some people it takes way longer but yeah. especially now yeah. it's like yeah Yo, you can make that shit happen yeah. now true sir yeah do true you even sir. know why you made that choice did it take a couple years off to in the moment, I legitimately wasn't planning on doing it, but I know exactly why I took that. I, I wanted to take those two years off because honestly, me in my mind, I wasn't. I wasn't clear. I wasn't there where I where I needed to be. Even even though I wanted to be on stage, I'd go on stage once every even like six months at some point. Blah blah blah. blah. But then it's like, it's weird though because the way that everything transpired. Now it's like going up on stage just like an automatic when in during that time that I was off I felt so guilty but like I couldn't do it I, I wanted to do it but then I didn't yeah. do it and I started second guessing but it's like the end goal has never changed at all yeah though. see like maybe it was like you've conditioned yourself and you were getting to that point where your instincts were like I need to take a break so when I come back in like a little bit it's gonna become automatic Facts. to me right that was new territory man the one thing that definitely 
like with all these things that definitely like still get to me a little bit is like the whole like and I've always been you know the loud guy so it's like yeah, obviously yeah, I'm gonna yeah, get yeah. talking back to you if I'm the loud guy <laughs> but like now it's like sometimes I get talking back to like at a larger scale than I used to yeah. so that's one thing that like I was not prepared for like I wasn't prepared to be going on stage talking to people that legitimately didn't laugh at a single thing I said like you know what I'm saying like I was yeah. not prepared for that like because at the end of the day I was always a loud kid this that and the third but it's like yo like I don't know. You have to rem- at that point. That's what I said. Like at that point, you have to decide like how bad do you legitimately exactly. want it? You want to be funny to your friends, or do you want to be funny to a whole stadium of folks? It's true, man. It's true. Big you know what I mean? So yeah. All right. With that being said, we're gonna take a quick musical break, yeah. uh, just to space out the talking. But this right here is off of New Jabi Spiritual State album. This is titled Spiritual State, featuring Yama Hiroto. Keep locked on CIVL. <laughs> Thank you. 
Welcome back to Chill Rose Radio here on TFVL 101.7 FM. And we're back from our break for Philosophical Fridays. How y'all doing halfway through the show? Splendid. Y'all good? Yeah, I'm great. I'm, I'm just warming up. Hey, exactly. Exactly. Hey, I found that uh, found that quote that I was looking for. It was in a track. What's up? Um, the quote actually is, direction is more important than speed. Mm. That's why I was like, yo, when I, I I heard that in my room, I'm like, that's a banger. What? Are you kidding me? Direction is more important than you, but it, that it just goes with what that's you were fine. saying earlier. It's like exactly, like, yeah, like yeah. you be working hard, but you could be working hard backwards. Man. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Facts. To that looking. point, speaking of of one liners, for anybody any for anyone out there that's religious, you can take this one. But my dad sent me this video, and it was like this uh, this Congolese dude talking about uh, he was wishing people like a happy Easter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he could barely speak proper English. But the one line that just killed it for me he says that the devil is the exam and god is the answer and i was like yo that's hard <laughs> i'm like that's hard for, for anyone there that's religious i was like that's hard facts the wow. devil is the exam and god is the answer Damn. yo for anyone out there that goes to church take that Drop a go, bomb to, go to go take that and, and, and share it with your pastor no, 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 no. <laughs> share it with your Every pastor yeah. before, before you open prayer <laughs> <laughs> yeah go take that and share it with your yeah. pastor yo all right with that being said the next question that i have is is intelligence or wisdom more useful mm. okay i think are we going with wisdom is based on experience do you want the definition yeah, of wisdom? let's go for the definition for this one because okay. i feel like this one can get pretty intense yeah. okay well i feel like wisdom is more about just like i don't know like experience and like life and whatever whatever happened happened yeah and intelligence could i don't know it could it could be a little bit of that as well but mostly it's from i, I would I don't, I don't know would it be like more book smart yeah, yeah so that's yeah. So, okay okay so here um i'll do both so wisdom the quality of having experience knowledge and good judgment the quality of being wise right okay 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 so the quality of having experience i guess the second definition is the soundness of an action or a decision with regard that sounds that's too many words <laughs> um the body of knowledge and principles that develops with a specific specified society or period i think the first one's good yeah the, the first quality one, of having experience first one made sense knowledge yeah. and good judgment <laughs> yeah. those are too many words okay okay so the quality of having good judgment experience um and then intellect are we doing yeah intelligence whatever intelligent having or showing intelligence especially of a high level so <laughs> <laughs> thanks google yeah thanks yeah, so google. it's probably just like book smart like yeah like book smart you know or, or, or like people who um you know like the one percenters like saying that oh we like we love having um intelligent conversations conversations about politics i guess about shit. yeah politics science like you know like big major um yeah i guess yeah like intellectual stuff like you yeah. know like okay. intellectuals don't talk about sports we'll yeah. say that okay for yeah for, I don't know why this is coming to mind, but no, go ahead. I don't know if you guys saw the memes when Mark Zuckerberg was being like sued and whatnot by the government. By the government for not releasing information? Yeah, for yeah. all that stuff. And he was just sitting there, like sipping his water all weird and it was hella awkward. Right? To me, Mark Zuckerberg, smartest, smart guy, right? Yeah. Extreme intelligence. We had created Facebook, all that kind of stuff. But his wisdom, I feel like his wisdom is lacking because his like experience isn't there. Like, if someone with wisdom would be in that situation, they would know how to conduct themselves in a way exactly. that would help them get out of that instead of creating this total awkward bubble, right? Mm -hmm. So that's like to me, that's the first thing that came to mind. That's a smart guy right there with not as much. What wisdom is he getting sued for? Uh, the privacy release information. So what do you do? Yeah, so he didn't know the thing. So is the government wants the information that the social media companies have about you on social media and he's saying no so you know how like yeah, instagram has like, the it. algorithm 
uh, like they only show you certain people all that stuff right it's yeah. all that's all stuff the ads you get everything it's all like you know like internet um uh, like uh, privacy stuff right mm-hmm. but now the government wants access to those information and is that is that pretty much yeah it? that's pretty much yeah. it and his reply was well he, the thing was facebook didn't have the privacy set up so the government was actually accessing it and getting it freely and then people exactly freely and people were getting their information out and then now yeah, so now it's being dealt with and privacy is being yeah. taken care of. But the point was, in the situation when he was in court, he was there so awkwardly not knowing how to conduct himself because you had a super intelligent guy that knew how to create code and create something incre- incredible, mm-hmm. but didn't have the wisdom. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand that. I just didn't even know about the situation in general. Like, I didn't know. That's, uh, why, that's why I was like, oh, so, like, yeah, what was the... Um, so what's the so like were they was he in trouble? Bec- but the government was already taking the information. So why would the government be suing him if they were the ones already taking the information? In the first no, place? it was like it was based on the the public, the public suing him, right? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah for giving their information to the government. And then now, yeah. what what do you think is going to be the outcome of this? Uh, I what? think that the government wants all the information. I was about to say because <laughs> yeah. I don't think I don't think the government's gonna be like, yeah, bad you, Mark. <laughs> you, you shouldn't have given us all we wanted. <laughs> Fuck, shit. You know, in I don't know. Like yeah, no. Like I really think they they're gonna want all of it. Probably. Yeah, they're probably gonna get away with it. But yeah, so then there's one situation of intelligent yeah, person. That's a good, but then, good example. But then wisdom to me is kind of another interesting quote that I heard is like 30 years ago, people listened to politicians and laughed at comedians. But now people listen to comedians and laugh at politicians, mm-hmm. right? So then, not I'm not trying to like say that comedians aren't smart, but you have comedians that are looking at situations and they're making fun of or making jokes of really political issues and concepts that are really touchy. But it's causing a lot of thought and it's causing people to actually think about their actions and it's actually promoting more awareness. Mm-hmm. So you have comedians now that are are actually wise and that are actually leading how people change and they're actually on the forefront of a growing society yeah I think it mostly just shows that like there's actually a completely different way you could think about it because yeah. if you can make a joke out of something and you actually do it properly and people actually laugh about it then it's like yo there's actually not just one way of thinking about it mm-hmm. you know what I mean and then I feel like at that point you start thinking a little bit more yeah you know what I mean but um, when yeah. it you're creating a perspective, right? Yeah. Giving people different perspectives, which is like wisdom. It's because when someone comes to you and they want advice, it's because they don't have that perspective. They don't have that, you know, they just need that extra, you know, point of view from somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but when it comes to the intellectual and wisdom, I, me personally, I'd rather be wise. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's certain things you could pay for. Like you could pay for an education, you could pay for this, that, and third. When it comes to wisdom, you can't pay for that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, you can't, you know, you can literally be the richest, some of the richest motherfuckers out here, you know what I mean, legitimately are raping kids or are doing all the dumbest crap. But it's like intellectually, like if you put them in a classroom that has to do with the subject that they're most educated about, like these dudes don't even have to they could do in their sleep you know what I mean when it comes to wisdom of how to go about situations how to treat you know people how to treat their workers how to even you know treat certain situations it's like legitimately they have nothing it's like these are things that legitimately it's like I never understood that point like yo do you just like choose not to learn or do you are you you just born with less brain cells like I don't (laughs) you know what I mean like like, I guess not even brain cells like less emotional brain cells you know what I mean like you know what I mean like it's just like social cute you know just simple crap that you think to use common sense but it's not so common you yeah. know what I mean so right, but I got a question for you so so yeah. say we have a society right and you want to build like a very highly technology like advanced bill and whatnot yeah. you can take your intelligent people or your wise people wise people of course why um because first of all you're not gonna me personally I wouldn't want that because you can't put 
um, emotion into uh, technology. Um, and a lot of you being wise leads from emotional experiences that have happened to you in the first place. Uh, I personally feel like. So it's like, yo, intellectually, if we're going to think about that, then at that point, you're stuck making right decision, wrong decision. Yes, no. Yes, no. You're not mm-hmm. really thinking about the in-between because not everything is that simple. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Not everything is ever going to be that simple. But if you're wise, you're legitimately going to sit back. You're going to think about both sides you're going to think about how the pros and cons how it's going to affect not just the two people that are part of it but everybody else in general mm-hmm. and then at that point you're going to make a decision but a computer is not going to be able to do that why because while I don't know I don't think it can personally because there's a lot of things that you have to take into account where it's like yo you legitimately have to have like common sense a brain and also a heart Yeah. so it's like I don't know right For sure. uh, but I mean from what you said pretty much it sounds like you're saying a wise person is an intelligent person yeah 110% it's, it's a it's, it's a secret. form of intelligence on its own honestly I feel like it's a form of intelligence on its own because like I said like yo a wise person even without you could literally meet some kids that never went to school never this, never had the means of this that and the third but they're really really smart when it comes to just life like you talk to them and be like damn you have a good head on your shoulders right. like you seem like a lot older than you are blah 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 but then it's like oh did you go to school? Nah, it's like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, the, But those things, they could go to school and probably learn, they could not probably, they will learn that and sometimes even quicker because they could see the common sense to everything. It's like, oh, it's almost like life where I could just correlate everything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I think it's a form of intelligence on its own, 110%. You don't make the right decision because you're fucking retarded, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you don't decide to like pull over one time because you see somebody in distress to help them out, you know what I mean? Because you're stupid. Like, at that point, you're legitimately being like, yo, you know, if we're going to be thinking smart, the only way that we're all going to survive mm-hmm. and well none of us are going to survive this life but the only way that we're all going to persevere to the best of our abilities is by being able to share love in this nine and third so that's i don't know that's uh, it's uh, in its own sense that's a kind of a smart way to go about things as well no, i agree with everything you just said yeah you know true, I mean? true 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 but facts all right here's a question let's uh let's dive a little deeper here for the last uh 20 minutes or so last actually less than 15 minutes okay yeah, <laughs> uh, okay here we go <laughs> Uh, where was the question? Here we go. Why do we judge ourselves by our intentions, but judge others by their actions? Oh. I think that comes with sympathy as well. Because I think being sympathetic, well, this is something that somebody said to me that actually kind of clicked for me. Mm-hmm. Being sympathetic is kind of when you're in the situation, even if the person really fucked up, it's like being a parent, even if the person's really fucked up, you have to understand there's intentions behind that as well. So it's like, even if your kid literally walk around the house and burn that shit to the ground, probably didn't do it intentionally <laughs> you know what I mean like they yeah. probably didn't want you guys to be homeless but it's like fuck it happens um, but like I think that come sympathy actually I feel like would do a lot with that because it's like yo when I don't know when decisions are made like with yourself mm-hmm. the only reason why you think like that is because fuck like me when I do something stupid I'm like fuck I really hope that like I don't come off as this motherfucker who's just out here fucking shit up for, for fun you know what I mean like that's and that's why I hope people look at me like that but then in the moment it's harder for you to remind yourself to look at the other person in that same True. light I think that's where maturity and wisdom and all these things come into play as well right. yeah, so for example you know like the rules and the laws when, yeah. a, when a cop catches you doing something he's not gonna look for sympathy mm-hmm. he's gonna say you know what you did the crime you did the time sort yeah. of thing right do you think that that should be changed a little bit should they look uh, at um, what your intentions were I was about to say I mean a lot of times you also look at intentions depending on what it is like you know I, I learned this in law brother law 11 man <laughs> you know what I mean it's like they look at intentions and look at this and the third you know what I mean but I think we for example I had to go to court in January we just for like uh, traffic crap um, like, you know what I mean yeah, yeah uh, some traffic crap <laughs> 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 some, some traffic there. crap you know what I mean but you know what's crazy when I ended up showing up to court 
the lady that was assigned to deal with my case, she ended up breaking it down for me. And she broke it down to me. I could tell the way that she breaks it down to every other person she speaks to because it's like automatic. It was like robotic to her. But me, one thing that I'll try to do with everybody I encounter, I try to make everything emotional. Because once I actually like you understand that you like me as a person, then you, I know you will try harder for me. For like sure. I will try harder for you. By the end of that, probably two hours I was in that court, room and that fucking the separate rooms meetings this down and third by the end of it she literally at the beginning started off with you're gonna have to pay this your license is gonna be gone for this long so mm-hmm. I'm like oh shit <laughs> and then by the end of it she literally at some point while we were doing papers she started this is when I knew I low key like the situation was gonna get better instantly is yeah. when she asked one question about my life as soon mm-hmm. as that happens because I'm very open it leads to another questions leads to conversations by the end of it everything that she told me was gonna happen was like cut 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 and yeah. I got basically the bare minimum yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. and the only way that, that happened is when she actually cared about my life, cared about me. Then she went and vouched for me, and then there you go. Exactly. I'm not saying that it's always going to work because at the end of the day, there are some grimy ass motherfuckers That's out facts. here that will play you to your face. Yeah. But this is also one thing I always say to everybody. Even though I'm only 22, I would like to say that even if you get fucked because you try to look at somebody the best side of the situation in somebody's heart, blah blah blah. blah you should never stop doing that because then you're just going to be like the 99 percentile of bitter motherfuckers in this world. So even if you get fucked, fine. Just understand that this scenario is its own. That person was their own. Just make sure you obviously see the hints for the next time you're in that same scenario. But like, don't stop being that person who's sympathetic to other people just because you understand that there is a lot of, there's probably more people that will fuck you than they will love you at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But I think you, you legitimately, I think you do. Yeah, but I, the interesting thing about that is I think people see actions right mm-hmm. people don't really care about people want yeah they don't care about intentions people want uh to see something right they actually want that's what we're looking for right yeah. we don't care about oh we might have this new idea it's going to change the future people are like well i want to see it work yeah right yeah. and that's yeah. the same thing with intentions right that person just saw what you did they didn't look behind it and once they dived into and got your backstory then they realized but when you do talking about yourself you obviously know why you made that decision, right? Yeah. You know you might have had a shitty day, you know, gone through a whole bunch of stress, and you made that rash decision just because of where your brain at, and then you judge yourself on your intention because yeah. you lived it. But you didn't live the other person's life, and I you think, didn't live what they were going through. I think it has to do with, like, time as well, the way we look at time, is because half the time you legitimately don't want to stop some. If you actually ask somebody when you walk by them, hey, how you doing? You don't actually give a fuck about how they're doing. You don't yeah, actually... Exactly. You know, if they, you know what I mean? If yeah. they stopped and told you how they were doing, you'd be like, shit, I got place to go. People <laughs> million, blah, blah, blah. blah. So if somebody does some fuck shit, you're going to get mad right away, especially if you have no emotional you know, attachment to that person. Yeah. But then right away, you're not going to... You're not. Your first response is going to be like, okay, let me shut up and listen. It's already hard enough for us to listen in general in life. For sure. But when you're in those situations, how you... Like, if you actually stop and listened I think that's when you actually start taking into account their intentions rather than just the actions itself because you actually stop like if if you get in a car accident it's completely different when you get out of the car you're mad obviously because your car whatever happened already happened but then if you actually start talking to the person you might be less and less mad throughout the thing because you might be like yo this person's situation is unique and it's fucked up I'm not excusing the fact that they ran into me but damn I'm sympathetic you know what I mean yeah. rather than just like you know, that's why sometimes I'm not glad to you even when I get angry I don't want to listen to the other person's side because I know in that moment they're probably going to make sense yeah, and yeah. I'm going to feel bad but I'm too fucking egotistical in this moment to be able to really comprehend so I'll save yeah. it till later you know what I mean but it's like I feel like it time, does with time because you don't actually care about the person's intentions because you're mad and all you want to care about is your emotions and how everybody understands that you're emotional right now blah 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 but that people don't legitimately, like with ideas, they're trying to trim time. Nobody actually wants you to come in the room, tell them the reason why you came up with it, how you came up with it, what your intentions were. But no, no, they just want to see it work. Why? Because yeah. they just want to cut time throughout their day to be able to get more shit done. But it's like, bro, 
oh, that Nipsey Hussle video I got on my phone. Like, yo, kids, this shit that he said, he was like, yo, kids, like the way they value, um, they feel love and they value love in your relationships is through time. Mm-hmm. Like they, because the, you give them time and they feel like that that's really valuable to them and that's love. You know what I mean? Facts. To them. But then as, as much as, as soon as you start growing up more and more and more, I think that's when it has to do with, the, that's what I was saying, 99 percentile, what you do as you were, people have done for you to you. It's like you get bitter or like whatever, this, that, and third. People didn't really give you that much time. So you understand, you can't give everybody that much time. But it's like at the same time, bro if you go through a whole day and you get a little bit less done but you made that many connections with people bro that's so fulfilling I feel like that's so fulfilling and I think that's what leads also to having a good life because yeah. you spend that much quality time that's with so people cool. instead of just like okay this is what you could do for me you can't do for me out of the way what can you do for me out of the way so so would you say it's a flaw that people just look at actions rather than intentions um, I think it's a flaw but also it's not because at the same time a lot of really successful businessmen know how to quote unquote manage their time to a point where they don't play around with all the emotional crap right. they can literally see a product and be like yes or no get it out of the way yes or no but that's also how you miss out on a lot of really dope potential because like somebody could present you like i love watching um that dude that's on everybody's shit you know what i'm talking about swiss gary. he has the shoes G- gary v gary v yeah. he was talking about all the investments he missed out on this and a third i feel like personally like if everybody that deserved a shot got a shot it would have actually led from the person actually understanding who they are because once you understand who that person is then you can understand if they legitimately got that drive or not why they're doing it because if somebody has a why that's completely different that's a different ball game if somebody has a why of why they're doing what the fuck they're doing completely different because that's at that point you understand this motherfucker's not giving up they went through this now they're here blah 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 but at the same time it's I don't know it's it's hard because like I said there's a lot of Grammy people out here that will play the part and then there's some people that legitimately they it's it sucks for the people who actually like matter in those situations because you have to basically like the repercussions that you're dealing with is because somebody else fucked the situation over for you basically yeah dude yeah. honestly I feel like you hit the nail on the head with that one it's really putting in the time to listen to someone and creating not sympathy but empathy because mm-hmm. then you're truly connecting with them and creating that rapport and you're actually putting yourself into their situation. Whereas sympathy is just feeling bad for them, or mm-hmm. like just feeling like, oh yeah, whatever. Like I don't actually know what they're going through, so empathetic. This one, that's that. Yeah, it's empathetic. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm an empathetic. brother. I don't know all the words. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just know I can spit for. some game, man. Yeah, I'm Shit, I'm you, the white you, man's here. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You know? but I'm telling you, dude, you nailed it though. That's exactly yeah, what it is. Because once you know someone's why factor, mm-hmm. changes the whole game, everything. man. Everything changes. Everything. It's just once, of course, you get more busy with businesses out there, then you're supposed to be able to cut all those things down, but you can't. You can't. Human relations. I don't think you could cut the time down on that and still get the same effect you no, generally no, no, can't no, no. i think that's when you have to find the balance which is really really hard nice when you find that balance that's the people i look up to personally yeah i look up to those motherfuckers because it's like yo like you can literally like sympathize but and empath and empath- empathize as well as well but you could also be in situations where you can know how to cut it short yeah you know what i mean but it's like it's tough you might cut it short on somebody that you thought really wasn't going to be with the shits and yeah. it turns out they really wanted it that bad that they were going to make it regardless if you gave them a stamp exactly, of approval man. or not that's just a part of it though you know Because, yeah, yeah. hey, how bad do you want it, brother? It's all it really comes down to, man. ET, man. Hip hop preacher. How bad do you want it? Yo, okay, so we got about like four minutes, not even three minutes left. So we got two questions. I'm going to propose two questions. Okay. Y'all will choose which one we end off with. Sounds good. The first one is What is the biggest waste of human potential? Mm. Or the second question is It goes like this It's like four parters. So I'll just read all the parts. Okay. If there existed a perfect clone of you, would it also be you? Would it act in exactly the same manner as you, like a mirror, or would it act differently? If it acted differently, then would it still be you? And at what point would it not be you? 
so clones or wild. biggest waste wild, clones <laughs> so clones clones are biggest waste of human potential what are your thoughts on what is on what is the biggest waste of human potential what do you think um i height. mean I've just fuck all these tall ass motherfuckers the biggest waste of human potential yeah what do you think what do you think it's ourselves and like you know procrastination essentially um you know people procrastinate you know they don't like I think society, they, they, you don't have a goal for yourself, you know. And you just you just sit there on the couch, your parents' house Aww. in the basement, you know, playing video games. You sit on the couch, days going by. Yo, who's that guy that does the, the <laughs> those college commercials? Yeah. You know what the college commercials I'm talking I've, about? I, I, I've heard. Of, I don't that, know what that like light skinned black dude that's like, oh man, you're not doing it. What college is it? Oh I'll remember yeah, it. bro, that's hilarious. I'll remember it, and they were showing up like in between the Maury show and Yo, like straight Steve, up, man. whatever. Yeah, you, you see that commercial yeah, on YouTube though. with the guys like he has like a Lamborghini. And he goes, you know, I get this Lamborghini. Oh, yo, who's no, Ty, Ty Lopez? Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez. Yeah. <laughs> Ty Lopez is hilarious. <laughs> All these guys are funny. Yeah, dude. I'm yeah, just like, building. What do, you think? Yeah, what do you think is the biggest? Yeah, waste? just building off what Pav was saying there is the biggest waste of human potential is when someone, like everyone, essentially has the same opportunities to go about it but some people are more gifted than others in different attributes so it's when you have these people who have these different skill sets and they're they've shown it like maybe they're super athletic maybe they can really sing but they just don't care mm-hmm. and they don't pursue it and it's when people lack that drive right and you don't and they don't have their why story right they don't have their whole reason of pursuing it and that's the lack of that's the saddest thing to me is when you see someone who has so much potential but they just don't I mean, just that. believe in yourself, bro. Like, that's one thing I want to try to, like, I always, me and Clovis always said, and Clovis is, like, my brother to me, but it's, like, what we talked about, it's, like, yo, do stuff now. I think somebody smart said this. Do stuff now that you, you would want, you know what I mean, like, the future self, like, the father of your kids to to have as a quality, to yeah. you know what I mean, to get yourself ready to be able to mentor somebody, basically. And it's, like, when I think about that, I'm, like, yo, I, I wish a lot more kids, would like, believed in themselves a lot more. I wish I believed in myself, like, younger age, because I think a lot of shit I'm doing right now, I could have done at a way younger age. Yeah. I don't think there's limits to any of this stuff. It's just legitimately when you decide to put your, that's why I say put your dick on the table. What I mean by that is like when you decide to legitimately make people face the fact that you are here, whether they feel uncomfortable (laughs) by it, whether they like what they see, you are here and you are here to do what the fuck you do. My dick's on the table, man. That ass, yo. Like, think about it. If I put my shit on the table right now, what are you going to do? You're going to be like, what the fuck? (laughs) But you know my dick's on the table. At some point, you'll be like, this motherfucker got his dick on the table. (laughs) I just dealt with it and now we're going along with it. Why? Because put your fucking talents on the table yo like exactly. believe in yourself like put your own you know what I mean? that's the way i look at it that's why i'm like yo like that's one biggest thing that i would say like that's why i always i don't know i get upset man i get cheese some people like get more opportunities and some people don't and it's like yo regardless you can still get to the same end goal but bro stop giving me excuses bro <laughs> stop, you know what i mean stop giving me excuses you can make it happen and i, I think at that point also it's like you are who you hang out with the situations you're, you're raised around build for your foundation and it's like that's why i say that thing about parents i think if you are a parent you instill that into your kids, man. You have to have, a, even if you don't have a vision when it comes to doing radio, doing comedy, doing music, you need to have a vision for your life. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you teach your kids to believe in themselves, they could literally be out here just, even not just, but like being a doctor, but being the, wanting to be the biggest, baddest motherfucking doctor out here because they have a vision. They're like, yo, I want to be able to change this, that. not just going through the motions. Because like, if you're going to be, a, if you want to do anything, the way I look at it is, why would you want to do it? And just like, once you leave that area, 
you still left it the same way that you found it. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I want to do that? Why would I? That's why I would say revolutionize a game. Like, when people tell me sometimes to not say certain things or do certain things, me, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, if I know what I'm saying is going to provoke a thought and what I'm saying, I'm not saying in a no malicious way, I'm still going to say it. Because at the end of the day, why would I not want to say something just because it's not been said before? Yeah. Like, why would I want to leave this earth the same way that I found it? if I could make it even slightly better to like the 0.99999 percentile. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm like, yo, like believe in yourself, then you'll start actually having a passion for life. Having a passion for life is crazy. And then you have a vision for your life and you know, you live a good life. Brother, I can bring this whole thing around, man. Full circle, baby. Full circle, baby. See, dude, that's what I'm telling you about. People listen to comedians now. That's what I'm saying, man. They got the wisdom. They got the wisdom. All right, yo. With that being said, thank y'all. Yo, thanks for having Thank us on, man. Thank you for entertaining yeah, Philosophical Fridays. Yeah, man, this is dope. Uh, don't forget to go out there and drink more water. Probably the most important thing I've said all day in all show. Go out there and spread some love because the world needs it. Sharing is caring. Uh, health is wealth. Don't forget to stretch. Meditate. Mm. Rejuvenate. Mm. Good facts, man. Elevate. Hey. Yeah. Um, and then check out Pav's Table Talk. And then check out Pav's Table Talk. <laughs> uh, 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 June fifth, Portside, people. We got a comedy show. I'm yeah, yeah. My roast battle there. Uh, I mean, no, it's not. Ooh, it's not really. Ex- I'm gonna win, so it's oh, not. You know what I mean? It's not really gonna be a battle. It's gonna be like I'm showing up, roasting somebody, walking out. Yeah. But if you want to see me, you know, go to work. June fifth. Come on, people. Portside, baby. You know what time it is, baby. Come on. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 All right. You know, with that being said. Have an amazing weekend and a better week. Mm. Don't forget to uh, get tickets for Street Dreams mm-hmm. being put on by Two Cream, mm-hmm. Two Sugar Art Collective. Banger. Peace. Anything else to yeah. say? You guys totally do. Us, yeah. Totally yeah, do. Peace, love, and happiness. Remember, believe in yourself. Put your dick on the table, man. Don't let no, <laughs> don't let nobody tell you you can't do nothing. If you believe in it, put your fucking dick on the table. Put God damn it. Whether even if you're a female, put your fucking dick on the table. God damn it. But yeah, man. <laughs> straight up, yo. I'm gonna name this episode. Put your dick on the table. Yes. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.